Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. Welcome to Ask Maureen, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, and I'll try to answer your questions. Good afternoon, it's Maureen Taylor for my second installment of Facebook Live, and I hope you're going to join me today. we have six questions to talk about. This was in response to my e-newsletter and my Facebook posts asking for your questions about old photographs. We're going to talk a little bit about orphan photos, how to tell the story, how to find a photographer, and let me consult my notes, how to put photos on Ancestry.com. So let's get started. Arlene wrote that she doesn't have a lot of old family photos. And Arlene, you're not alone. In fact, my family photo collection starts about 1900. I have just a few 19th century photographs, which is why I really love looking at all of your photos. And she wants to know how she can find new pictures of her family. So Arlene, I have this great book called Searching for Family Photos. And it tells you our lists and tells you how to use a number of websites to help you find other family photos. And the topic is something I actually talked about with Scott Fisher of Extreme Genes podcast just yesterday. So you'll be able to listen to that within a, on his website in just a couple of days. You can find photographs on sites like Flickr, the National Archives, the Library of Congress, and Other sites like History Pin, for instance, there are photos everywhere in addition to those posted on Ancestry.com and Family Search. There are millions of pictures online, including Instagram. There are several Instagram accounts that I really like. There's one just on Lost Photos of Vienna. There's one on Lost and Found Photos of Chicago. So if either of those cities fit your family, Arlene, you should take a look at their Instagram feed. So Deborah writes that she often goes to antique shops and loves to see the identified photos that are sitting in the bins waiting for people to to buy them. Those are known as instant ancestors, by the way, for people that buy them just to hang them on their walls. But she wanted to know, is there any way we can identify antique photos that are not part of your family collection and write their family stories? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I do a little bit of this myself. It's called the orphan photo movement, where you buy photographs with a name on them, and then you treat them like family. And you look at Ancestry.com. You look at 
uh, family search, you look at find my past or my heritage, and you research those people like they're your ancestors. And the reason you do that is to then try to find descendants. Now, the tr family trees that are online make that pretty simple. The biggest problem is often the people that I reach out to never write back. So I think that in some cases, these photos end up in those antique stores because nobody really wants them. They, there is really no dis direct descendants. So you might have to dig a little further for that. And that's what I do as well. Now, as far as telling their stories, I love a good story. And there's nothing that starts me off with a good storytelling moment like an old photo. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Photo Detective and see some of the stories I've written. I've also, uh, Deborah, written some stories on my blog about old photos. And you can use the tips that I share in those columns to do something with the photographs that you might buy in an antique shop. Trudy wrote that she has a stack of unidentified tintypes. And if I had to list in order the photographs that go the most unidentified, anything in a case like a daguerreotype or an ambrotype, and anything that's on tin without a paper sleeve, those are usually unidentified because there's no real place to write the identification on the picture. And that's a real problem. So what is she going to do first, she wants to know. Should she start by sorting by clothing styles? Do you think I'd be able to identify the person? And she just wants any general uh, information on how to get started. What I would do with that stack of unidentified tintypes is I would find a clean surface, like even a folding table or a clean dining room table, with a, put a tablecloth down, and then put all of those tintypes out on the table and see what you see. Because sometimes families went to the photo studio together. And so you may be able to match up individuals that went to the studio and posed with the same furniture, the backdrop, um, a prop that's on the table. Sometimes people wear similar clothing, like two sisters make the same dress, but they put a different collar on. I've seen all kinds of things, and that's where I would start. And then you might even discover that there are some family groups. And then, then I would start by looking at the uh, clothing clues in the in the tintypes and then try to figure out who they might be based on how old they you think they are and compare all that information to your family tree. But Trudy, it's definitely possible to identify those unidentified images. James wrote with a frustrating question. He was really annoyed that he couldn't figure out how to put a photo on ancestry.com and link it to a specific person. So I created a little video that's on my face, Photo Detective Facebook page and is also on YouTube. And it's a three minute video on how you can attach photographs to a particular person on your ancestry family tree. John Thomas wrote, uh, and he had a question about printing on fabric. John, I know what you mean. I have my grandmother's picture on a piece of silk. Um, it was taken probably around her 18th birthday, and it is beautiful. Uh, 
photographers could print on anything that they could treat with photo uh, chemicals. And sometimes that's uh, leather, sometimes it's fabric, sometimes it's paper. Um, you can find photographic buttons and rings and pins and earrings. Uh, the photo jewelry is absolutely gorgeous. Now there is one thing to keep in mind with those photos that are on fabric. They are a particular particular type of conservation problem. So not only does your photo conservator, if you decide to have it stabilized, have to know something about photochemicals and photo processes, they also need to know about fabrics. And so it's sort of a double, a double conservation problem. Just yesterday, I got an email from a woman, uh, Christy, so a shout out to Christy. We've been emailing back and forth. And her email asked me about trying to find more information about a particular photographer that had taken what she thought was her great-grandfather's picture in a, a place in Pennsylvania called EUTAW. And she couldn't find it. And it, I couldn't, I had a little trouble. I was using an 1884 Gazetteer of the United States and it didn't appear in there either. And this was Pennsylvania, not Alabama. So I Googled the name of the photo studio, which you should always do just to see what else is out there. And lo and behold, the Pennsylvania Archives has an entire collection on the American View Company. And it says right in the description on their website that most of the photographs in that collection are unidentified, but the View Company went door to door taking pictures of people in front of their houses. So I'm hoping that Christy gets in touch with them and that they might, in fact, have other pictures of the same man that she has a picture of. I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Facebook Live. I intend to do this uh, at least once a month, if not twice a month. You can send me your questions through Facebook or you can send me your questions through my website, MaureenTaylor.com and click on Ask Maureen. It'll take you to a form that you can fill out. Some people already sent some for next time, and I'll be working on the answers. Thank you for watching and listening. You can submit your questions for future episodes using the Ask Maureen button on MaureenTaylor.com or through any of my social media contacts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as The Photo Detective and on Facebook at Maureen Photo Detective. I hope you'll come back for the next show. Don't forget to send me your questions. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one -on -one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.